Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week with your business. This week, I want to talk to you about the topic of writing for a scary industry. Now, by scary industry, I don't mean writing about Halloween products or about uh, gothic horror films or anything like that. What I'm talking about is this, is writing for an industry that scares you, that seems complex, that you're really unfamiliar with, that you're, you're worried about even getting your head around the products and services in that industry, uh, a new different kind of industry for you that scares you a little bit. It might even scare you away from even attempting to write for a company in that industry. Now, here's my definition of, of a scary industry. I have uh, a two-part definition for you. A scary industry is an industry where you don't have any experience in it, and the products and services are unfamiliar and complex, at least to you. They're unfamiliar and complex to you. Once you get your head around those products and services, they may become very familiar and very easy to understand, as you're going to uh, find out in, in just a moment. But for now, it's an industry that you're a little unfamiliar with, you don't have any experience with, and the perception is that the products and services in that industry are, are complex and may be difficult to write about. Now, an example I use when I'm teaching B2B copywriting is uh, the forklift truck, writing about uh, forklift trucks and writing for a forklift truck manufacturer. And the reason why I use that example is because forklift trucks are, uh, are a complex product. They're very technical product. You'd be surprised how technical and engineered a forklift truck is. And at the same time, it's a very familiar product. You may never have ridden on a forklift truck before, but you likely know what a forklift truck is. You got a good idea of what one is. You've seen them before. You know they lift up skids of material in a warehouse or manufacturing facility and, and load them onto the trucks and move them around and stack them up and things like that. You know what a forklift truck does. So it's really not that scary of a product for you, even though it's complex, even though there's a, there's a lot to know about a forklift truck before you can write about it effectively as a copywriter. But you, you're familiar with a forklift truck, so that's not a scary product. But how much do you know about enterprise cloud computing can you write about that topic? Can you write about products and services in the enterprise cloud computing industry? Or is that a bit of a scary industry for you where you're a little intimidated and don't really, you're not really sure you can write about products in that industry? How about cryptocurrency technology? Are you familiar with that industry? That actually is a very fast-growing niche. A friend of mine recently got a whole bunch of clients in that particular industry and pretty much all the work he's doing right now is in the cryptocurrency technology industry, whatever the heck that is, because I'm not really familiar with that myself. And what about environmental consulting? Do you understand the environmental consulting industry? Do you, is that a familiar industry to you? Or does it meet that criteria of a scary industry where you have no experience in it and the products and services in that industry are unfamiliar and seemingly complex to you, environmental consulting. Maybe that's the case for you. Or here's another example. 
How about ontological coaching for corporate executives? Believe it or not, that is a thing. Ontological coaching is actually a, a, a major uh, niche, a, a major type of approach in practice in the professional coaching industry. I didn't know that until about a week ago. Okay, so how much do you know about that industry? Or is that industry a little bit scary for you? So you see what I mean? There's these examples of industries where at first glance, if you have no experience in them, can seem very complex, uh, unfamiliar to you, and a little bit scary. And if you got an inquiry from one of those industries, then you might be intimidated about taking on a project. If someone from an, an environmental consulting firm contacted you and said, we need you to write some sell sheets for us and a website, you may feel a little intimidated because you're unfamiliar with environmental consulting. You're worried that you're not going to understand what they're all about. Uh, the same thing with cryptocurrency technology. And ultimately, you may decide that you don't want to write for one of these scary industries. Uh, you may not want to write for a technology-driven industry, for example, or an industry that seems complex and unfamiliar to you. And that's fine. But don't make that decision too fast, okay? Because there is some serious benefits for taking a breath and jumping in, working with a client in an industry that seems at first a bit scary for you. There's some real benefits to that. And let me go over those benefits to with you. First of all, in a quote-unquote scary industry, there's often not a lot of competition. There's not a lot of writers writing for that industry. There's not a lot of writers writing for environmental consulting firms or ontological coaching firms or enterprise cloud computing firms. And because there's not a lot of writers, then there's not a lot of competition. And you get the benefits of working in an industry where you know, you're, you're not being elbowed out by a lot of other writers. I mean, let's face it. Look at the fitness club industry. There are a lot of writers who can write effectively about fitness and write a blog about fitness. Even writers who are not fit can probably write a very competent blog about fitness. Um, but how many people can write a blog for a company about industrial engineered valves and their applications? Not a lot, okay? So in the fitness club industry, there's a lot of writers writing for that industry. So those, those companies have a lot of choices. Um, you know, they can hire you because you're a pretty good writer, but there's probably 10 other pretty good writers about fitness that they can hire as well. So it's hard to get a good price. It's hard to get clients simply because there's so many writers in that space. But if you're writing for a scary industry, there's not a lot of competition. You have a much better chance of getting clients at a high rate. Another um, benefit of writing for a scary industry is related to what I just said, high demand. Because there's not a lot of competition, because there's not a lot of writers writing for that industry, companies have difficulty finding good writers, and therefore there's a high demand for writers. Marketing directors and business owners will have trouble finding good copywriters and content writers to write about their products and services, to write about their blog, to write their website, to write their email campaigns, to write all the marketing stuff that they need in order to sell their products and services. So there's a high demand. It becomes easier to land clients. 
That doesn't mean you, you don't have to work to land clients. You always have to work to land clients. Landing clients is never easy, but it's easier in a high-demand industry because there's fewer writers in that industry. There's a higher demand for that industry. It's simple economics. It becomes easier for you to land clients because clients are actively looking for people, looking for writers who understand their products and services in these quote-unquote scary industries. Another benefit is that you can probably command higher fees. I mean, if you're writing for uh, ontological coaching firms, for example, well, they probably don't hire $20 blog writers to write a 500-word post for their blog and pay them $20 because they're in a complex industry. They want writers who really understand ontological coaching. So they're willing to pay more to find writers who really understand their, their services, their approach to coaching. So you can command much higher fees. You know, most technology, I've never heard of a technology company, for example, uh, especially a complex technology like cryptocurrency, to pay $200 for a white paper. Okay, they just don't do that. It would scare them to pay a writer $200 for a white paper. They want to pay $2,000 or $4,000 or even $6,000 for a white paper. They want a white paper writer of that caliber for their products because, you know, that's just, they need someone who understands their products and services. They don't want to fool around. Okay, so you can probably command higher fees. And also, a result of all these other benefits is that there's probably lots of repeat business waiting for you. Once one of these companies finds you, tries you out on a couple of projects, likes your writing, they're likely not to look anywhere else. You can probably, you can probably expect to get repeat business, ongoing business from that client, which is great because when you get ongoing business from a client, that's when you really start generating a great revenue because you eventually begin to be able to complete their projects faster and better and you just make more money that way. So there's lots of potential for repeat business in these scary industries simply because once a marketing director or a business owner finds a great writer for their products and services and their marketing, they tend to hang on to that writer and use their services again and again and again. And the final benefit is that there's a potential to quickly expand your business by going after other companies in that same industry. Once you become an expert in environmental consulting, there's no reason why you can't work for a lot of related companies in that space. Obviously, if you land a client, you don't want to work with that client's direct competitor, but there's probably hundreds of other companies that aren't direct competitors to your client that are related, that's in the same industry that you can work for. Uh, and because you're, you've now become a bit of an expert on those types of products and services, environmental consulting products and services, you know, you, you have a, you can almost write your own ticket and promote yourself to other companies in that industry who are going to be interested in talking to you because not only are you a great copywriter or content writer, but you're also an expert on environmental consulting products and marketing and communications. Okay, so these are the benefits of writing for a scary industry. So don't be intimidated by a scary industry. And before you decide that you don't want to write for a particular industry because it's too scary, the products are too complex or too technical, take a moment and think about it 
and, and think about the benefits of building your skill set and your knowledge in a particular scary industry because it can really pay off for you. Now, how do you do this? Let me give you some tips on writing for a scary industry, especially for a first-time client. Let's say, for example, you do get an inquiry from an environmental consulting firm and they want you to write uh, some website copy for them and perhaps some blog posts and a couple of sell sheets. So it's a company that's potentially going to give you a lot of business. How do you get up to speed on their products and services so they're not as scary anymore? So you become comfortable with your knowledge of their products and services and how to write about them. Let me give you some tips on how to do that. Number one is to remind yourself that you're not the technical writer. Okay, you're not writing the technical manual for the products and services that the company produces. You are writing about the benefits. You're a marketing writer, so you're writing about the benefits of the product, what the product does, how the product works, how it benefits their customers, the product's applications, where the product works well, how customers solve problems and achieve goals and save money with the product. Those are the things that you're writing about as a copywriter and content writer. So don't worry if a product is highly technical. You're not writing the technical manual. You're writing about what the product does and its benefits and how it helps its customers. That's the space you're operating in. Okay, So you don't necessarily need a lot of technical knowledge about the product in order to write about it effectively as a copywriter. So that's number one. Number two... When researching a particular scary industry and its products and services, start by going on Wikipedia and reading about that type of product and service on Wikipedia. Now, don't laugh, okay? You don't want to use Wikipedia for serious research. I understand that. But you're not using it for serious research. All you're doing is finding the Wikipedia page associated with um, ontological coaching, for example, or environmental consulting, for example, and getting a good overview, a layperson's overview of what that is all about. It helps you quickly get your head around a particular type of industry or its products and services. I remember years ago when I landed a client in the data visualization dashboards industry. And that actually is a thing. It's, a, it's an industry where um, they develop computer dashboards that visualize with graphs and images very complex real-time data. And I didn't know anything about that industry, so I started with Wikipedia. I found the Wikipedia page on data visualization dashboards and I read it and quickly got my head around what it was all about. I had to do more research, obviously, but that was a good starting point for me. That was a good overview for me. So go on the Wikipedia page. Find out what the, uh, that type of industry or product or service you're writing about is all about. That's number two. Number three, ask for the PowerPoint slides. Often in companies, especially technology companies, when they're developing new types of products, they have to give presentations to lay people, to investors, to shareholders, to customers who aren't technical people about their complex product or service. And often these PowerPoint slides are laid out very logically, very easy to understand, tells the story of the product and how it works and how it benefits the customers in a, in a very 
quick and fresh and logical way. And that can be a great way for you to learn about a client's product or service as well, is to ask for the PowerPoint slides. So ask your client if they have done any presentations or do they have any slides that explains their product, especially to lay people or a user audience or a lay audience. And ask for those PowerPoint slides because they're just golden. Very, very quickly, you can learn a lot about your client's product or service simply by going through their slide deck about the product or service. Much better than reading the website or reading past brochures and things like that. Of course, you want to do that stuff too. But always ask for the PowerPoint slides. That's number three. Number four, demystify the jargon. Often in a scary industry, it's not necessarily the product or service that worries you, that intimidates you. For example, industrial valves. An industrial valve actually isn't that complex. It's a valve. It turns, the, it turns fluid on and off. It's a valve. But it's often the jargon associated with it that scares you. Take a look at our industry, marketing and copywriting. I was talking about uh, copywriting to someone I met at a house party just a few months ago. And I found myself using words like traffic and bait piece, and conversion rates, and sales page. And the other person was like a deer in headlights. She had no knowledge of marketing. She kept saying, what? What are you, what are you talking about? That's, you know, she didn't understand. And yet that's everyday language to us marketers and copywriters. We, we understand it. And it's not that complex. I mean, how, how complex is, uh, is conversion rates? It's the number of people on a web page or a sales page that clicks and buys. It's a conversion rate, okay? But the buzzwords can intimidate people. And that's the same with any scary industry that you happen to write for, is you may be intimidated by the buzzwords and the acronyms and the other jargon in that industry. But once you find out what the definition of those things are, you realize eh, it's not that complicated at all. So find out, you know, make a list of the jargon and the buzzwords that you're coming across as you're researching that industry or researching your client's product or service and find out exactly the definition of those terms. One good way to do that is to find a good glossary of terms. I remember years ago I started writing for an insurance company and I purchased a book and it was the uh, glossary of insurance terms. It was a book you could buy. These days everything's online. So if you do a Google search, you can probably find a glossary for just about any type of industry or type of product. So go online, f type in glossary of terms, type in the name of the product or industry that you're researching, and chances are, in at least a few places, you'll find a great glossary of terms that gives you the definitions of all these things. Okay, it makes it less scary for you. So demystify the jargon. Number five, and this sometimes works, sometimes doesn't, is talk to a salesperson. Ask your client if you can speak to one of their salespeople. The thing about salespeople is that every single day, they describe the products and services that they're selling to all sorts of people, to technical people, to non-technical people, to users. I mean, they're used to explaining their products, so they tend to be able to explain their products really, really well to a layperson, 
like you and me. So ask to speak to the salesperson and then chat them up and, and just quiz them on, on their products and services and have them walk you through what their products and services are all about and how they're used and, and how their, comp- their clients benefit from their products and services. They can give you a lot of great information. Because when you think of, a, uh, think of it, a salesperson isn't that too far from a copywriter. You're both in the persuasion business. You're both in the business of describing your uh, a product and service in a way that that motivates customers to buy it. Okay, so you're you're kind of two sides of the same coin. They do it by talking and emailing. You do it by writing. So talk to a salesperson if you can. Now, that being said, sometimes you end up in an awkward situation when you ask to speak to a salesperson. If if your client is the CEO or if your client is the VP of marketing, sometimes, usually that's not a problem. Um, But if you're talking to a marketing director, there's this weird tension between sales and marketing where marketing directors often don't want you to talk to anybody in sales. There's really no way to argue around that if the marketing director has hired you and they're a little uncomfortable with you talking to a salesperson. Okay, just just don't do it. I mean, don't 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 create a, a more tension about that. Don't don't have an argument with the client about that. Just you know, just that's just not available to you, and just move on. But if you can talk to a salesperson, go for it because they're a goldmine of information. And the final tip for you is to just go for it. Go for it. I mean, if you get an inquiry from a scary industry, jump in and go for it. You're going to give yourself extra time. You don't want to take a rush job with a first-time client with a scary industry. You want to give yourself lots of time, negotiate a really good headline, uh, deadline that gives you lots of time. But just jump in and do it, and trust me, you'll figure it out. These tips will help, but, I, but trust me, you'll figure it out, and you may end up with a new market for your copywriting services that pays really well, that doesn't have a lot of competition, where you have an expertise in. And that's going to be a big advantage for you in your copywriting or content writing business. So that's this week's B2B Writing Success Podcast. Hope you found it helpful. And keep in mind, you can find all the previous episodes, all 150 or so, on b2brunningsuccess.com or by subscribing on iTunes. Just do a search on iTunes for B2B Writing Success and you'll find it. So have a great week. I'm Steve Slomway, and I will be chatting with you next week. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2brightingsuccess.com.